0: Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at, contribute at Hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of of HearthCast.
1: Well, welcome to season three, episode number 58 of HearthCast, recorded for you on February 4th. 2011 we're casual players to talk about wow we talk about life when we talk about all points in between
2: our show is filled with tips insights suggestions observations and other fun tips
1: all of which we hope lend themselves to you as a player in the world of warcraft
2: in this episode we're going to talk about 10 fun things to fill your bags with
1: to fill your to fill your what
2: your bags
1: oh oh your bags <laughs> okay
0: okay
2: we're also going to go over um, some email questions, um, Root's Auction House tip, and his Zygorgan update.
1: And joining us on episode number 58 in season 3 is none other than the mighty Grom.
3: Hello, everybody.
1: They all say hello back. Oh,
3: what's <laughs> a waiting for an answer?
1: <laughs> they're driving in the cars, listening on their iPods or whatnot, and they're going, Oh,
3: hi, Grom. How are you? <laughs> Oh, I'm great. Thanks for asking. I'm having a great time here. So. And uh, Grom
1: is joining us via Skype. He's got his self-crocheted hat on uh, of the... It looks to be the Green Bay Packer colors from here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's blue and yellow.
3: So it's, it's, it, it Yeah, it's kind of got a little of each of their colors in it. It's
1: not. It's, it's just a nice, fluffy hat with a thing on the top of it. A pom-pom. Pom-pom. That can come down <laughs> over his eyes akin to that guy from um, Fat Albert.
3: Something like
1: that, yeah. Anyhow, HearthCast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind and we simply could not do it without our awesome sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zygor Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zygor Guide this year from HearthCast. All you gotta do is just keep listening. System.com, Global System and Network Monitoring. Mention HearthCast and get 25% off of your first order. CataclysmWowGuide.com slash HearthCast. Get your own copy of the Zygord Guide there and a free Guru Killer Gold Guide as a bonus. And also WildStringer.com, It's a World of Warcraft social network that you can get paid to be on without violating Blizzard's terms of service.
2: Also, I'm going to give you a shout-out to our guildmates over in ALF and the Praetorian Guards on Whisperwind, our friends and fans on our Facebook page, and our followers on Twitter.
1: So, hey, Frecovase, what's going on with you this week? In the world of Warcraft.
2: Well, I'm still trying to gear up my Heladin. I got Exalted with Therizane to get their shoulder enchants. Is that good? Well, yeah. It's really? the only shoulder enchants in the game.
1: What does it give um, you?
2: Uh, I got 50 intellect and 25 haste, Ooh. I want to say. Um, so
1: you're smarter and faster? Yeah.
2: That yeah, works. you can say that. I did. You did say that. You're right. <laughs> And I'm also going through the quest in Oldham again, because um, I'm trying to get revered at them to get a belt, and I want the trinket at the end of the Schnauzer uh, quest chain.
1: Schnauzer? I guess
3: I missed that one.
2: Schna- Schnauzer's Landing. Oh, that thing. You know thing what I'm talking I about, Grom?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I finished that quest line a little bit ago.
2: Is it Schnaz? Is it Schnauz? Uh,
3: Shotzi or Shots or something. Shotzi? Wasn't that guy remember. from the TV show? Something like that, yeah. it, it Schultz, something like that. It, you know, a German-sounding name. Joyman. I don't remember what the
2: name was. Um, I also spent some justice points on leggings.
3: Oh, is that what? I'm looking at the show
1: notes. I'm like, what is a JP? What is justice that? Justice points, duh. 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 Like, like, what is JP? I don't understand it.
2: So, what's going on with you?
1: Well, I found out since I've been, you know, leveling with a Zygor guide, like, mad crazy with that thing. That I don't like zones that have top tree coverage, where I can't see what my tune is doing unless I zoom in underneath the trees, and I don't want to zoom in underneath the trees. I want to be above the trees, but then I can't see my character.
2: Yeah, I still think even with the revamping, the how they let you fly, they still didn't really design it for you to fly outside of the given pathways.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not liking that. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. So, but other than that, you know, I'm just, I'm going through my stuff, and um, you know what I got. What? I got a boat. Really?
2: You in thousand, a boat.
1: Yeah, in Thousand Needles, if you do the Loby quest, you go to Thousand Needles, and now that it's flooded, you get a boat. You get like a little party boat that is your party boat. You get to keep it? Yes, it's your mount inside Thousand Needles. So
2: that's how you get away. That's how you go through all the flooding. Yeah, you just have yep. the entire time
1: because I'm like, I'm going, and I was like, I'm on a boat. This is fun. And it's got little party lights on it and everything. It's a cool boat. So, but yeah, it gets you through all that so you don't, you know, cruising thousand needles and I found out again it hit me where you know I'm doing a quest in thousand needles and you gotta swim down to the bottom and do something and like I remember when I when it wasn't flooded and I was there in one area where I sat on the edge and I waited for a patrol to come by that had some boss from a quest I had to kill and now it's flooded he's not there
2: not there
1: and it made me sad and What's I that? hate that that it made me sad that a game could pull an emotion <laughs> like that out of me and make me feel sad because it wasn't there anymore because it got destroyed so i'm mad at blizzard for that for making me feel sad (laughs) gorm what's going on with you i know you were like 85 the day that uh cataclysm released weren't you
3: well it took me about uh, five days or six days to get 85 i I had a lot of other stuff going on so i didn't get to quite get that fast
1: yeah but you beat both freckleface and i like by a mile
3: Uh, maybe i don't know i think freckleface is pretty close um but yeah, I got to eighty five, and then uh, some life stuff happened. I learned to crochet, as you mentioned to your uh, listeners. Yeah, it's an awesome I, hat. Well, I've, it's my first project, but I'm pretty proud of it. So keeps my head warm. How close uh, is
1: that to like chainmail? Because you do you do your own chainmail too.
3: Yes, uh, I, I, I like to learn all these archaic hobbies like chainmail and stuff. But uh, the um, crocheting is, is similar in that you're attaching things, but chainmail is a lot easier to fix a mistake. Because you can just kind of take those couple rings out, but it's easier to see the mistake I think in crochet. It's just huh. harder to fix it. So I actually made this hat three times, took it apart three times, put it back together, and I still made it wrong. Because as you can see, it's uh, well they can't see, but you can see it's pretty long. It cover it can cover my nose. Well, I thought that was
1: a, I thought that was by design.
3: Well, it, it's it's an experiential thing trying to learn your stitch lengths and everything. It
1: looks better when it's pulled down. At least you're, you do, anyhow. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was mean of me, I apologize
3: <laughs> So oh, it's all pulled down so you can always see uh, my, my nose So what's going on with Blizzard,
1: Freckleface? What's going on, what are they doing this week?
2: Well, I put that in there because I was doing the, started the Lunar Festival Right And it, I did have one of those sad moments that you had too, because Curse I, you, Blizzard I, <laughs> I picked up the quest in the trade district of Stormwind Uh-huh And it said, go to the park to go talk to the Festival Harbinger Okay. Well, you know what's in where the park used to be now?
1: No, I don't. A whole lot
2: of nothing. Oh, it's really? like a big like, crater size in the city where the, oh, where the park used so to where's be. where's the park now? It's not there anymore. So is the got, quest
1: messed up, or do they move the person around? Yeah,
2: they, they moved the person out into Goldshire just outside the, mm. the um, city. But what was funny is that it still had a little question mark above where the person used to be. So I actually flew over to that area wasn't sure what I was gonna find, and then I was ended up I was over the water, where the NPC was supposed to be. Wow! But then I went ended up going out to Goldshire, and I saw them there. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's where they're supposed to be." Um, but yeah, you know, um, I was looking over the patch notes, um, uh, for the most the public the PTR. Right. So I kind of want to throw this out. You know how it was a big deal that they made us. Discover all the entrances to the instances for KQ for them. Right. Well, they're getting rid of that. Or oh, they are. They are. So I want to know what you guys think of that.
1: Uh, to me, it's fine because there's some I didn't have anyhow, and I'm not really big on running around and finding things. Yeah. So I think it's fine because I think it's just a deal where they're like, all right, it worked, but now for those players who are lazy and don't want to go find stuff, now we'll let
3: them in the dungeons.
2: What do you think, Graham?
3: Um, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> Be honest on that one so all
2: right well here's here's what i think happened okay i think it came very apparent that there are some instances that are just awful to go through <sighs> at right. least right now and some that are fairly easy it's a lot easier. So you
1: think the word got out to people go, this is an awful instance. Everyone like, you know what? We're not going to bother to try to find that instance. Right. And so it screwed the queues up because you couldn't get there because you couldn't find it because you didn't go there because you didn't.
2: No, no. I think people are purposely not discovering places they didn't want to show up in their random. That's
1: what I mean. And so it messes right. the queue up. Because if you can't, it you cannot. Longer? No, yeah, exactly. Because you can't queue for somewhere you haven't discovered. You can't oh, get right. in. Right. And so the queues for all the other places are like, you can't get there because it's supposed to be random, but now it's not really random because it's only random of what's available to you. Well, and right. since I don't go there, I'm not eligible for that random queue, and it makes me queue up for the other instances, No, makes, no that's, jacks that's, those up. No, that's not
2: how it works. It, it puts you with people, and then it assigns you the dungeon.
1: Okay. Well, still, my theory is true because it screws that up everything Right, else.
2: because it's one less place, but when go, it makes the queues right. longer. Um.
3: So that's also, why everyone's been going to Halls of Origination like seven out of eight times.
2: Uh, I don't
1: know. Do you not like Halls of Origination?
2: No, that's the worst. Oh.
3: It, it's it, just boring.
2: It's not bad on regular. Well, I'll tell you what. I've gotten to the point where there's three instances that I have not done on Heroic yet. That's mm-hmm. just fallen apart every single time i have trying it. It's Halls of Origination, um, Stone core on Heroic, and uh, the first boss in Shadowfen Keep. And what's funny about Shadowfin Keep is, like, there was one um, instance where we dropped out because we couldn't do the first boss. Um, Recued got into Shadowfin Cave again, but they had already down the first boss. Hmm. So I had the achievement for it, still really haven't done it. Hmm. But I hate it, because that boss is a healer's nightmare.
1: Yeah, was he? It really is. I haven't done that, so I don't know. I have no idea. What do you think, overall, Gorm, of the current... Uh, dungeons and instances and stuff we got going on in Cataclysm?
3: I, I've done pretty much all the regular ones. I've only played a couple and heroes. Uh, the first one I did was halls, Um And I did that with, with a guild group and it was pretty easy with the guild group except we did wipe on the first guy because uh, with two hunters it was really hard to get the chains down in time. Um, but we did finally get through that after I, I had to run back twice to finish killing the chains. But uh, it was... Um, it was, well that was a pain we still got through it and oh that,
2: a- that's a- good a- to hear because i've ran it both as a guild run and as a pug and i've never at least the guild run i was in we couldn't do it
3: mm. yeah, the, the chains were difficult but we also skipped um the dog whatever uh, whatever the dog's name is is uh the one that looks like um uh beast oh beauty that's it uh, oh wait
2: beast. you're talking about Stonecore then
3: Oh, oh, never oh. mind. Yeah, I'm talking about the wrong one.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> no, but I did
3: hauls on heroic also. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, the the guild run we did. I'm sorry, that's uh, Blackrock. Um,
2: oh, okay, that, Blackheart Cavern. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, that that was that. The chains were very difficult with two hunters, but otherwise it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know we had fun. Actually, the uh, the one where you have to tank the three guys, or you know keep, keep jumping into their beams, that was pretty easy um, because we all just did it and. There were no problems at all the first time through, and you know it's not bad when two of the players were doing it for the first time ever. So, um, yeah. but we had a good time. So that's cool.
1: Now you know I, I found something this week outside of the game, but still related to the World of Warcraft. And I found a podcast called Auction House Junkies, and I want to talk about them. You know, scattered throughout this, this our episode, we talk about them a lot, and um, I'm kind of impressed with them. And so I went and I was checking them out. They, they have, at the time that we're recording this episode, they were on episode number two that they've put out.
2: Oh, so they're fresh.
1: Yeah, they're fresh. And, cool. uh, yeah, it's really neat. So, I, you know, I, I sent them an email and I'm like, yeah, I kind of introduced myself and everything else. And we actually got an email from them. And that brings up.
0: Now it's time for email questions. You, too, can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew. By emailing your questions, comments, shout outs, or greetings to contribute at hearthcast.com.
1: So as I was saying, that kind of brings up our email portion of the show. And we got a couple of emails back from them. And I'm just gonna kinda of paraphrase what we have here. Uh, as I said, I did email them first and you know, kinda of introduced ourselves and told them, Hey, welcome to the podcast community. If there's anything we can do, yada yada yada. And we got an email back and it says, Hey Ruth, thanks for the welcome. We're very pleased to join such a great community of podcasts. And he said he was, he was actually unfamiliar with Hearth, HearthCast, which that's cool. I understand that. And he says, so I went and had to listen to a few of your episodes. He says, great work. I received my bachelor's degree in radio and television production, so I was very impressed with your setup and production work. Wish now I would have focused a little more on audio work rather than video, but it will come in due time. Just need to get a few necessities. Like I've said in the show, I'm very surprised we've had this much success so quickly. Cold and I both have a large following on our blogs, but I didn't think it would translate as well as it did. So basically, this guy, uh, Cold, and this other guy got together. They both have their own little uh, or, or successful blogs on making money in the World of Warcraft, and they got together and decided to do um, their own their own podcast together. You know, and and it's worked out really well for them, and it's really cool. Like I said, I'll be talking to them more in the show, but we did get an email from them, so I did want to. To pass that along to everybody else, and uh, yeah, I'm really impressed with it. It was really, really cool. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the fact that we get to make you know emails from them, and uh, best of luck to them. And and like I said, I'll be talking about them more uh, going going forward in this episode. We're still kind of up in the air on what's going on with our uh, our voicemail. I just noticed the phone was flashing, so that's a good sign that something's probably happening on the on the server side. What's happening? Probably some kind of configuration that caused the guy to reboot the phone here. Oh. So we probably now have voicemail access. Okay. I called it today and it went through. I'm like, yay! Hey, but it didn't go to voicemail. So I'm, so that might have been corrected now. So uh, we'll give that number out at the end of the show and hopefully be able to bring people back into uh, voicemail because we miss that dearly. So.
0: Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So, Freckleface,
1: you know, you brought this up to me and I was like, what? You want to talk about funny things or weird things or or stuff that we find in the world of Warcraft?
2: Yes, we were talking about some of the funny items in WoW. Mm-hmm. And I decided to kind of make a list of fun things that I love that I collect. Okay. So, I made a list of ten of them.
1: right,
2: And I'll tell you where to get them too. Oh, that's even better. I know. Alright, first one is Romantic Picnic Basket. Oh, yeah. You can plop this down anywhere outside. And if you click on it, you sit there and it gives you a little buff that you're lonely. And that you're looking for love. (laughs) Until someone sits next to you. And then, you both have hearts above your head and you both make these little motions. Like you're laughing and you're drinking and you're eating. It's just really cute. And it's just really fun to plop down to random places. Now that you can fly everywhere, Ooh. I can't wait to see where people put it down. You know, so that's when it that puts
3: down like the, the whole blanket and everything?
2: Yeah, it's a blanket and uh-huh. an umbrella and a little picnic basket.
3: That's cool. I've got one, but it stays in my bank.
2: Yeah. I have several.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, is this a one-time use thing? Oh, no. Oh, no.
2: It's just a three-minute cooldown. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used to pull them out in battlegrounds and hope that a horde would come and just join <laughs> me on a picnic instead of killing me. That, that never, never did. Happened, no. no always oh, just charged me they never appreciated the the whimsy of the situation they just wanted the hk
1: the whimsy yes really mm-hmm. okay
2: um but how you can get it you get it through the valentine's day love is in the air i should say the holiday which is coming out very soon a few days probably be out by the time he pushes podcast out so check out that number two is a brew fest pony keg you put it down on the ground other people can um oh, yeah. drink from it yeah yeah i got that so you can get a whole bunch of people around you, drunk. drunk yeah. yeah, it's and fun. Cute. It's fun to do in raids. <laughs> I yeah. try. Not, I
1: try not to have my characters drink in raids. Yeah. Or myself.
2: Um, and that one's pretty easy to get, but um, it's not going to be available again. I don't believe until September. So you
3: got a while for that.
1: Gormer, do you ha- do you have uh, your brewmaster title?
3: I have brewmaster, but I don't have the Pony keg. I didn't have enough um, tokens for it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, September's coming soon. Yeah, I'll be wrong.
2: <laughs> Third one is Noggin Fogger Elixir.
1: I beg your
3: pardon? So,
2: Noggin Fogger Elixir.
1: I beg your pardon? <laughs> I just want you to see it again.
3: Hey, that one that one was useful for leveling in uh, what was that zone? The water one that we just did? Um,
0: in Thousand Needles?
3: No. No, no. The, uh, in in the one of the zone. new zones. Um, the one with the. This
2: year. Oh, right, yeah. because what it does is that it has one of three effects on you. It either turns you into a skeleton. Which the advantage of that is actually gives you underwater breathing. Mm. Um, Disadvantage that you can't can't mount up. It might also turn you really tiny, which is really cute because when you mount up, your mount is really tiny too. Oh, I know. And or it can give you a buff that um, feather fall. Yeah, feather fall. And I read online some people said they would have these guild um, events where they would go to the edge of the cliff at Thunder Bluff. <laughs> they
3: and they would all jump
2: off and drink and see who lived.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is you can be a feather falling midget skeleton, too. Yes, to get you can. The buffs. Yes, nice. you can. So I've got like 170 of those in my, um, my bags right now. Are you serious? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I know back in the day, I did a quest um, over in Gadget Stand, and the guy who sells them like he'll now since Cataclysm. He says, "Hey, I remember back when you used when you helped me get this stuff," and he still lets me buy more. Oh neat! Mm-hmm. So apparently, once you do the quest, you can just go back to the guy and get as many as you want.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Along the same lines is Pygmy Oil. I have some of that. Yeah, alchemists make it, and the description just says, "Use, drink me." Right. And what's funny, I don't think a lot of people knew what it really did. Because when you drank it, it would just make you a fraction smaller.
1: But you drink more.
2: Right. And what you, what you got to know is that you keep drinking it, the effect stacks, until you turn into a little gnome and it says you've been pigmified.
1: Well, if anybody ever read Down the Rabbit Hole or Alice in Wonderland, then they'd know that. Okay. That's how she shrunk.
2: Yeah, that's true. But also, no, that's a cake that made her big again.
1: Yeah. Or, Yeah.
2: Well, anyways. Anyways. I used to just take, drink it once. My oh, okay, that didn't do anything. <laughs> and it took me a while to figure out that it took several. It usually takes about seven, I would say, to get that effect.
3: I like that number. Me fine. Mm-hmm. Dude, weren't those weren't those made from like pickney fish or something?
2: Yes, they were, which were the the trash fish. That yeah. you used to get for, that you get from North Oh, okay. Trash fish. Yeah. All right. Number five, Savory Deviant Delight. Yeah. Those and you are just awesome. got the recipe from that, yeah.
1: Yeah, now I was under the impression that that was a hard recipe to get. It is. Should, yeah, I got three. Um, within a few minutes of talking to you. I was like, Hey, isn't that hard to get? And you're like, Yeah and I'm like, Okay and they, then I got another and then I got another, so uh, I have they,
2: they must have bumped up the rate because it used to be really rare. Because I
1: sent one to you. Mm-hmm. I sent one to one of my guildies, and I have the other one in my bank. I'm like, I'm not a cook, but I will keep this thing.
2: Yeah, in fact, when we were still in Gorgonash and I on wanted the recipe, I would search the auction yeah. house. It took me about a month to even find it listed. Yeah. And when I did find it, I spent um, close to a thousand gold on it. Yeah. Because it was so rare. And then we I moved to, to Whisperwind. Sorry.
3: I said I farmed that one. It took me a week of, of solid farming to get
1: it. Yeah, yeah I, just, I literally, within 10 minutes, I had three of them.
2: So they must have just bumped it up. But so you have the recipe, and they also deviate fish. Um, you either have to fish them up from those two little pools in the barrens, or you get them as reward from either of the fishing dailies. Mm-hmm. And then what you do, it says you eat me, and it turns you into a – Ninja or a pirate. Right, right, right. And you can combine it with the Noggin Fogger sometimes. You can make a mini ninja or a mini pirate.
1: That My head just blew up. <laughs> that was crazy.
2: Yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, number six is Critter Bites. Mm, have you guys critter used Critter Bites? I have them. Yeah. You sent me some. Yeah, they're awesome. You basically toss them at a critter, which are those level one creatures running around, and it follows you around for three minutes. You know. And the cool thing is... Is that it doesn't matter how many pets. You can get as many as you want to. So you can get a whole, um, you can be like the Pied Piper, get a whole bunch of rats following you.
1: You did that one time. We were in, uh, we were doing, if I recall, we were doing um, the timed run. Caverns
2: of Time. Yeah, so oh. I could get
1: my my, my proto Drake. Yeah, or which was
2: that?
1: Uh, the Culling of Strat Home. Right. We were doing the Culling of Strat Home. And we're trying to get, we're trying to do the timed run, and Cannon Face was taking us.
2: Uh-huh. And you
1: run off trying to get all the critters to follow you. We're like, you get, what like is Face doing? And the
2: cows and the deer. <laughs> yeah. And I show up. I cross the bridge, and I got this horde of farm yeah. animals behind me.
1: She just like,
2: Tum, Tum, like, Tum. Tum. We're like what is she doing?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, can you make them attack? You're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what good <laughs> are they? It's not like it's a, uh, uh, a what you call it it's army. Well, you know, the, the Death
2: Knight yeah, army. Yeah, it's not a
1: Death Knight army. It's a stupid critter army. But you look cute. You reminded me of like Thank Alice. You. or not Alice, but like Snow White or Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> whoever it was, had all the animals. Yeah. Oh, 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 all that kind of stuff.
2: <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're really cheap right now because they're a Lich King item. And a lot of people are trying to get rid of their chilled meat since they're not doing the cooking dailies in Dalaran anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. They're fun.
1: Fun, fun, fun.
2: One time on my mage, I got a bunch of critters. I did mirror image. There's four of me. <laughs> and then I used my sword that I got from the Hallows Inn, the one that does all these pumpkins. So I just came with like swarm of people. <laughs> it's awesome. It's
1: funny. All
2: right, number seven. I know we mentioned this last week. We're bringing it up again. is the fortune cards.
1: Everybody loves the for fortune cookies and fortune cards right now.
2: The fortune cards are cool because... You flip them over, and you can get between ten silver and five thousand gold. You just
1: like gambling.
2: Yeah, that's
1: all it is. You're, I like that, David.
2: Well, also it's not just that, but it gives you a fortune too. It'll be like
1: Blizzard knows that they have people who have an obsessive, compulsive, you know, personality about them mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be susceptible to any kind of gambling. And now they introduce gambling into the game, and people are sinking gold into this like it's going out of style.
3: They're they're wild scratch offs.
1: Yeah. In but it
2: gives you a fortune too. It'll be like, you're going to get new gear. Doo. It'll say you get, your group is going to fail. I think it's funny. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah,
2: just amusing. Okay.
3: You really suck. You need to play a different game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, number eight is the Toy Train set and the Toy Train record. And it's not quite as fun since you don't have people physically gathering around to go into Wintergrass or to. Eat, to queue for things so much anymore. Right. But,
1: right, right. but that used to be fun
3: when you had a it crowd of fun. people. Would, yeah. I used, I used to get in trouble in raids with the My Train set.
2: Yeah, me too. But I also like putting them down in the auction house too. That's fun.
3: They
1: make a lot of money? Choo-choo. Oh, put them down by the auction mm-hmm. house. Doesn't it cause people to do the woo-woo when they're around it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so.
2: yeah, and also the toy train wrecker, which is fun too.
1: That the... Wrecks it. Yeah, he comes out and stomps on it, crushes it. Yes.
2: All right, number nine, the steamy romance novels. I love me some steamy romance novels.
1: I think you sent me one of those.
2: I did. There's three of them out now. All right, and the last thing, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna lump all of the gray items, which means items that are funny but they don't actually do anything.
1: Right, you used to have me send you like frozen stuff.
2: Yeah, sometimes you send me stuff that I don't need. No, uh, I just like send you my
1: trash a lot.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I'm just vendor. <laughs> Um, but we're going to go to, um, some of our Facebook comments because a lot of stuff se- people. Uh, I've got a couple. Okay.
3: Some that you didn't list, uh, the, the Dalaran coin that you can flip.
2: True. Oh, the, right. Uh, when you get it for the achievement
3: for, for getting all the, the coins. Yes. Yeah. That's fun. And, and then there's the, uh, Dwarven 10 sided dice that you can roll to get percentile numbers.
2: Oh, true.
3: There's the, uh, the Goblin six sided dice. And uh, which you can roll to get a six, uh, two six-sided numbers, so you can play craps with them.
2: Wait, is it the? I know the Warren Troll dice. Is that it?
3: That's the one. I'm sorry, okay. one I call. And the the last one that I was thinking of was the uh, the Piccolo that you can get in. Uh, it, it was uh, one of the Strathoms uh, from Vanilla Wow that makes people dance.
2: Oh yeah, oh you know for some reason I always thought that was a card game item.
3: Nope that's that's from uh, I think it's from Live Strat. Um, I have it in my bank. I don't carry it with me anymore because again, I in you get in brain. trouble. So,
0: hmm.
3: or I would get myself in trouble. It's a trinket, and it sits in your trinket slot. Oh. When you click it, it makes all the people in your group dance.
2: So you have to wait thirty seconds before you can do it. That's probably mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And it's what a waste of a space of a trinket if you're
3: in, if you're in a raid. I mean,
2: well, yeah. Well, but swap but you swap
3: uh, okay. it in and out.
2: but yeah, when you true. swap it, it takes thirty seconds before you can use it.
3: Right, but if you're waiting because you just wiped and now everyone has to rebuff and everything. Yeah, then it's fun. Or if, like, the guild master is, like, trying to send someone back to get some gear out of the guild bank or something. And then you sit there and you can play with this stuff. And they still get mad at you because, you know, making them all dance. Don't make me dance. (laughs) But I've I've been in some cranky guilds, you know, and and I I much prefer a non-cranky guild. Yes.
2: I like guilds that have a sense of humor.
3: Like Alf yeah. and the Praetorian Guards on Whisperwind.
2: That's
3: right. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Defenestration back on, oh, uh, geez, what was it? Uh, Gul'dan. That was a great guild. But they're no longer in existence, unfortunately. Oh. So, yeah, a guild that would name themselves after throwing people out of windows. you got to respect them. Yeah, you got to like that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so th- those are my four, the, the ones that I really, and I, I always keep the, uh, the two dice. And the uh, the coin because
1: I love random stuff. So. Well, we also had some comments from Facebook. Scott said he liked the the booterang, which he says is a quest item from the uh, the. Scott said he liked the booterang, which is a quest item from the Nethering Dailies. He says it's a favorite of his during the Burning Crusade. He also liked the coins from fishing in the Dalaran Fountain. We used to have a whole segment on what you fished up from the Dalaran Fountain. Yeah,
2: we did. We would cover. Um... The coins and what they meant lore-wise.
1: Right, 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 right. And then we listed some gray items. Derek likes the pocket lint. I don't think I've ever gotten pocket lint.
2: I've gotten it. Oh, it's something that you um, you pickpocket.
1: Oh, yeah, you pickpocket that. Uh, Tada says she liked the very unlucky rock.
2: And that's funny because the text on it says, is that blood?
1: Ew. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wayne likes the drowned rat from Dalaran sewers.
2: No, I have a sentimental attachment to the drowned rat.
1: You do have a sentimental. You made some drowned rat stew or something. Didn't no, you?
2: it's not that. It's because the first time I fished it up, I asked in trade chat if anybody wanted it, oh. and the person that answered it and said they wanted it, I had this really long friendship with them, with her, uh. and like she and I were both obsessed with all these little fun items and these little funny gray items, and we traded them back and forth. Uh-huh. Yeah, up until I transferred, which I. I feel
1: bad about but. Oh, well, you'll get over that. Yeah. John says he likes, and I quote, the seventh-placed fishing trophy makes me want to girl something.
2: And <laughs> he <you> girl something?
1: <laughs> I don't know. But he, uh, he tried to correct himself on Facebook afterwards, but I said, no, we're going up with the girl. <laughs> and I told him, just like Freckleface made what the what such a popular saying, we're going to make I want to girl something as popular as what the what.
2: You know there is a whole website devoted to autocorrect fails. It's quite amusing.
1: <laughs> so I'm just gonna look at something. and Go, that makes me want to girl something. Doesn't <laughs> wanna... mean you want to
3: tie pink bows around it or something? I don't know, but I'm gonna see that at work from
1: now on. If I get, if I get, you know, if I get something like a seventh place, I'm gonna go. That just makes me want to girl something.
2: I don't know. Maybe I think beer? people start start questioning you. <laughs>
1: they already do. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says some of the NPC tech sometimes raises a smirk with me. He says, I do like Lumber Camp's nod to, to WorldCraft II uh, through their sounds. Me, there's, I mean, I, I guess I don't pay enough attention to stuff that makes me laugh. I, here's what I do. If I see something I think is cool or neat or gimmicky in any way, shape, fashion, or form, I put it in the mail and send it to you.
2: Oh, really?
1: That's what I do because I'm like, I don't know. This looks funny. I am going to send it to Freckleface. <laughs>
2: so. Something else that made me laugh, then there's, there is an object called Adventurer's Journal right which you might want to buy a few since you're leveling up okay um inscriptions make it but it's something that you read and then it gives you a random buff oh uh, that's cool and the first one that i read the buff that it gave me it said you recently read some amusing tales about adventurers who tried and ultimately failed to reassemble the green hills of stranglethorn uh-huh. experience from quests gained by 10 percent.
1: that's neat i'm i'm impressed that you did that by memory I really am. That really impressed me. You just sat there and you just recalled it and did that and I'm very impressed.
2: But it'll it'll give you random things like um it'll say you're read you read about killing dragons, so your damage against dragons has mean. increased by ten percent you know you
1: gotta hand to the blizzard developers. They they are they're, they're crafty. They got a good yeah. sense of humor and they're you know, they they, they, they they can poke fun at themselves at other games and, and they have the ability to make nods and, and shout outs to other things and in land and folklore and everything else. So kudos to them. So let's move on to our auction, house this, uh, our auction house tips this week.
0: Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. Auction House Junkies, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world of Warcraft gold-making podcasts with Cole of Cole's Gold Factory. May 35K, selling nothing but fortune cars, all in one night. West of
1: Capped by Why? We, why are we drinking beer again?
0: And Hagor, of Cold's Basement.
2: Hagor, hey, why are you talking to us?
0: Find us at auctionhousejunkies.com.
1: So that's my good buddies over there uh, from Auction House Junkies. And... Ironically enough, that's my tip this week. you got to go subscribe and listen to you Auction House Junkies. Uh, you got to give these guys uh, what they're doing. It's two guys. It's Coles from Coles Gold Factory and West from cappedbycata.com. And these guys have a lot. They're only in Episode 2, like I said before. However, they got a ton of really, 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 really good information. They're very, very serious Auction House players, but they also have a lot of very, very good tips. It is definitely worth adding to your podcast rotation. Uh, they talk about some of the smaller or uh, less intense things they talk about are, are doing the barking, like getting in trade chat and getting in different places and saying, This is what I have to sell. This is what I'm selling. This is what I just put on the auction house. Um, then they go into what is actually working for them, what's working for everybody. Now, a lot of times, like they dropped a couple hints, which we or I typically try to stay away from, which is the you got to spend a lot of gold to make a lot of gold. I try to stay away from those in our podcast, but they do have those and it is a valid way to make gold. You know, that's where you t- literally go in and you go, "You know what? I'm going to corner of this market by buying every other person out that's currently got anything up." And you have, you know, an additional 10,000 gold to go do that with. When you do that, then you flip it all and you control the market. You're going to make that money back. However, it's hard to do if you don't have the gold to to run off and do that. And since our podcast typically caters to, you know, casual players, and a lot of times casual players just don't have, you know, 10,000 gold laying around to dispose of or take that big of a risk. I mean, I've done it a couple of times. That's how, how Fat Wallet made his big amount of money that one time. I put everything I had into flipping everything, and and I did really well. So do go over and check them out. Um, we'll have links up on uh, up on Facebook, up on uh, facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. We'll have links up go to, going to their stuff and lend your support to them. A um, couple great guys. We're actually going to line up uh, some interviews with them, have them on the show and, uh, and see how that goes. I think it'd be great. They're funny. It's, uh, it's, you know, sometimes the auction house is rather dry, but they actually make it, they actually have a really good conversation and make it really funny. So hats off to them and what they are doing over there. On Auction House Junkies, leave them a comment. Let them know that uh, we sent you guys over there.
0: Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the HearthCast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor guides did this week in the world of Warcraft. OMGs, Freckleface.
2: OMGs.
1: OMGs. Okay. <laughs> Number one, like I said before on top of the show, I got Zygor, uh, Zygorian, the guy that I'm leveling, which is exclusively with the Zygor guides. I've got him up to like 45 now. He might even be 46. I am, I'm blowing through stuff and I'm noticing, and I meant to mention this a couple times ago and I've asked other people and I'm not getting a lot of feedback yet, but, and and Gorm is dancing for us.
3: (laughs) My wife is talking to me through the door without saying anything. Uh And so I was talking back to
1: her. Pantomime. Okay. So with Zygrigan, I'm noticing something that I've checked with a lot of people about it. And so far, not a lot of people have had the same type of success that I've been having. And that is that I am running across a lot of rare mobs. You know, the ones that have the little silver dragon? I'm running around a bunch. I mean, and when I'm killing them, because I drop everything I do and I go kill the rare, Mm -hmm. I'm getting some darn good loot off of them. I had a weapon that that I picked off of one. It was a, a bow, it was an arrow, I guess, bow and arrow, whatever it was. A blue at my level. It was really good. And literally, like, the next, this kind of made me a little upset because the next probably four or five quest reward weapons weren't as good quality as that one that I picked up. So mm-hmm. I kind of felt like, why well, you know, I wasted all that, but I got experience with the quest. But still, it's like, you know, I did all this work for this guy. You know, I killed this, you know, 23 of these people that he doesn't like, and the guy's going to give me this piece of junk that I already got something better than, but.
2: Or or you could do the grassless the approach and, and be like. Hey, I was going to get this crappy gear, but I already had good gear. Well, what but I do like, at that point hey.
1: is I look for the most expensive one that he has, and, and then like I go, it's right, I've ended the bad boy. Um, but I found something out that just, that's the whole OMGs.
2: Uh huh. I've is, been waiting.
1: You've been waiting. Mm-hmm. And that is, because I'm thinking, you know, because I'm going through one of the things I don't like, and I'm sorry about this, but I don't like having to worry about my talent trees.
2: Uh huh.
1: And normally when I, you know, it's time to do a talent tree, okay, all right, let me go here. Let me open up this on this computer. Let me open up, you know, let me go to this, you know, whatever website, Wowhead or whoever it is. It's got some talent guides out there. And let me let me find the current, you know, best in class, best rating, talent spec, best whatever. And then to go, okay, this goes here. One here, two of those in this one. Okay, three. Ah, oh, I messed up. Uh wrench reset it. So I don't like doing that. I don't like building my talent tree.
2: Wait, why are you resetting it?
1: I don't know. You... I well I reset the one because because my oh, okay. just the one. Right click, whatever. So I found out because I went and got level forty five and I just been dropping stuff in randomly I don't really care when I get up higher I'll worry about my talent mm-hmm. points. So I figure level forty five, maybe I should start worrying about my talent points a little bit, see if I can't increase my DPS a little bit. And I find out mm-hmm. that Zygore Guide has built into it. The talent advisor for all talent tree specs. Ooh. All of them. All of them, all of them, all of them, all of them, all of them. And I am stoked about that. You want to know why? Because it's instant. It's automatic. Uh-huh. You click on a button and you go, I want to be over here. Oh, here's the bill they recommend for survivalist. Click. Boom. Is this what you want to do? Yes. Done. You're done. In two, two clicks and you're done. It maintains your talent tree for you. Hello. That is such a burden lifted off of me that I love Guides even more because of that.
2: Are you sure you're not going to be that much more of a nub, though? Doing it that way? I don't pay attention to it to begin with. I know, but that's kind of how you figure out how to do what you're supposed to be doing. No,
1: what I do, I go read a forum and I figure out what everybody else is doing then I go copy their builds.
2: No. When you're leveling, you, you read everything and you figure out Okay, no. which one's the best? No, no. Thank,
1: thank you. What do, what do you, Gorm? Help me out. What do you do if you're, if you want to have the best amount of damage that you're doing? Whatever you want to do, what do you do to get the best?
3: ElitistJerks.com.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah, if you're gonna raid or do anything, dungeons, no. anything. Yeah, so this has that built in. You click the button, yeah. it does it. Done. Kaboom. But you don't, but you don't know what you're picking. You don't know what towns. I don't you know have. what I'm picking
1: when I go to Elitist Jerks. You I'm just should. no. Why?
2: I'm not a, I'm not because because why? you need to know what you have No, I don't. How well, are you going be able to how are you going to be able to use the rotation the best that because way? Because <laughs>
1: look at somebody else they sure tells they you watch. what the rotation they use. you go watch the YouTube videos. Uh, why do I need to worry about all that kind of stuff if it, everybody else is gonna tell me what to do?
3: see there, there's a difference between the casual player and the hardcore dedicated player and the hardcore dedicated player needs to know all the possibilities of what everything does and how to balance it out for each individual raid and everything. What the casual player wants to know is how do I get into the raid and have the right specs so people don't kick me out and I can maybe get a piece of gear so that I can go back and spend some time with my wife instead of trying to spend all the time on the computer.
1: I love you, Gorm.
2: See, I feel ganged up on right now. No, No,
1: here's what happened. Last week, what did you say last week?
2: I said a lot of things last week. I have (laughs) no idea. You
1: sat there and and you said, "You know, I think I'm becoming more of a hardcore raider." So, so now this is just more proof of that because I'm just like, you know what, this does it for you, and you're like, no, you need to know everything. No,
2: you don't need to know everything. Just click the button and go. No, no, I'm just wondering if you if you have the spells automatically set up or the talents, whatever. Right. If you don't take any time to figure out what your spells do, how are you? How do you fight things?
3: You look at com and it tells you what the rotation should
2: be. Does it?
1: Well, I mean, yeah. it does, but I do figure out the rotation on my own based on how okay. much, how fast something's going to fire uh-huh. and what it does. And, like, I kind of look at it this way. if you know, I try to stun the person, then I try to drop some dots on them. If I can keep them stunned and not attacking and drop uh-huh. dots on then I think I'm doing more damage than I'm doing. Now, mm-hmm. I've also found out that, that, at least with the hunter class and I'm leveling, it's all about timing with him, mm-hmm. And you know. Do I have enough focus to get this off before this? And if if I skip this and wait a tick and get this off, I can get it's, it's a you know, it's you know much what, that, more. That
2: actually sounds a lot how the rogue is. I think is it? yeah.
1: It's I mean and so it's a lot more like with, with with the warlock. I was able to manage my dots as long as my dots were up. I could manage them. I could mm-hmm. refresh them. It's a whole different thing. All it is at least with an affliction lock, which is what I played
2: uh-huh.
1: with a survivalist um, hunter, which is right now the big old class that's about to get the nerve. Um, it's all about timing to keep as much damage as you can get done done. So, um, but, you know, I still, I mean, I, I'm not blindly going, I don't want anybody to think that I'm blindly playing, you know, face rolling the character.
2: Okay. That's, that's what I'm wondering.
3: No, because you I still I, not even know how to play. I mean, even, even knowing your rotation and, you know, seeing someone else tell you the rotation, you need to know how, how each rotation works with the boss and whether or not, you know, you should be silence shotting or whether you should be using some other things. Should you use your traps? And as a hunter, it, there's a lot more going into it than just uh, just a couple things. And if you don't have the time to, you know, keep up with the game, I mean, you can either, you know, spend your time learning all this stuff, or you can spend the time playing, and you know, then that you have your time with your family. Right. And, that, and that's the difference between a casual player and, and a uh, more hardcore player is if you if you have enough time that you can learn every little aspect and not have to, uh, you know, rely on other people's experience then you probably have more time to play than, than a lot of us do. I mean, you know, there are a lot of us that work full-time jobs, and I know you're one of them, and, and then you have a family on top of that. And, I, you know, I'm not going to make any uh, guess as to whether you have a family or not, because that's probably not for me to know. But in any case, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, you have, uh, you know, only so much time you can play. And, you know, I, I'd rather spend my time, you know, either raiding or dungeoning and then spend a little time farming and trying to earn some money in the game so that I can buy the stuff I need and then go back and do more raiding and be able to repair than have to worry about you know standing at a targeting dummy for half the day and try to figure out what shot rotation is the best
2: well I'll, I'll see okay this is this is my routine my pattern I pick out my talents myself right I play with that I go into dungeons or whatever uh-huh. do an do quest until I get yelled at and told I suck and then I go look it up and then well, I copy it well if
1: I remember back uh, I guess two years ago or so uh huh when you were... Who was your rogue? Freckleface was your rogue, yeah, right? Yeah, And you were like, man, I don't know why my DPS is so low. And then Cannon face redid everything for you.
2: Uh-huh.
1: See, this is kind of like the same thing, except my Cannon Face is Zygur Guides.
2: I know, but, but the thing is, is that I was already at least kind of familiar with the wrong way to do it, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. And, and like I said before, what I was doing was just throwing stuff in there willy-nilly. I didn't yeah, care I where I was going. That. I was just building. I was like, this looks cool. I'll get this. I used and, to do that. and then when I found this thing and it goes, no, it's done for you. Yeah. It's great. And I wasn't too far off from the build they gave me. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it did pull up a spell that I didn't have or a shot that I didn't have or something, whatever it was. And so now, I mean, I'm getting more and, and you know, like I said, I'm going through stuff. I love the fact that as, as a hunter, if I get hit, it's it's like, it's rare. Because usually by the time it comes, the guy comes to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, exactly. he's he's dead or or he's about to die or whatever. Like, I was fighting an elite that came out of nowhere. He was just there. I'm like, oh, it's an elite. I gotta kill this guy. And it wasn't like one of those boss elites that that is like half health by the time you get to him. This guy mm-hmm. was like full elite. I'm like, oh, okay. And by the time he started coming towards me, I already dropped the trap. And so he triggered the trap, and it was a freeze trap. So I was like, "Yay!" And then I broke the freeze trap, and I went, "Oh no," because I'm a noob on that guy. And but I was able to basically to kite him a little bit, and so it was cool. So
2: well, I guess, and, and I were probably just belaboring the point at this point, but that is exactly what happened to me with um, what I was saying, how I do it the way I want to, until I get yelled at, which is what happened in Vortex Pentacle, When all of a sudden I was supposed to be dispelling things. I had no idea how to dispel. And then I went back and looked. And I was like, oh, okay, I need to build my talent up a little bit differently.
1: All right, so I think we pose this question to our listeners. Okay. Is it something that you take the time to figure out exactly what works best for you? Mm -hmm. Or is it something that you look and see what is best in class according to the community as a whole? Or is it something that you trust and add on? like the Zygor guides to do for you. So that's the question we pose to the community. So I'll put it up on Facebook as well once we get the podcast out and we'll see what our listeners have to say about that. Is that fair? Sure. Gorim, you think that's fair? Sounds totally fair to me. All right. Then we are all in agreement about that.
2: Now don't forget, we are giving away another copy of the Zygor guide this month. All you have to do is go to our fan page on Facebook and upload a screenshot of one of your characters and then tag yourself in it. And you'll become eligible to win this month's copy of a Zygor Guide. just has to be done by February 24th at 5 p.m., which is the last day that we record in February.
1: That about does it for this episode of HearthCast.com. So thanks for listening. And hey, just like Derek, Wayne, John, Tada, and Mike did today, you can send your questions or comments or any other feedback by using our website submission form over at www.HearthCast.com. You can email us directly by sending email to contribute at HearthCast.com. You can call the HearthCast hotline at 407-520-5342. You can send us a post via Facebook facebook.com slash hearthcast or tweeting us at hearthcast hearthcast root and hearthcast freck
2: and don't be selfish share us with your friends rate us on itunes or give us a link from your blog and we will link back
1: and until next time this has been root
2: freckle face
3: and mighty grom
1: from hearthcast.com thanks for
3: listening to the
2: podcast Explain again, hot cast. I
3: shout it all to you.
1: Crackle face.